Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Katie Nolan. And I was like, ah! And so then I died, so I'm a ghost now. Uh, hello, Bear Claws. Ooh, delicious. Yum. Uh, welcome to Sports Podcast. It ends with a question mark, but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. Jay's on vacation. Yeah. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Kelly. I was wondering if you couldn't live and live your life in the city you're currently living in, where would you live? Um, my follow-up question is, can you, Katie, do an ad read as Coach O? Uh, I love your podcast. I listen to it every week, and I love you guys. Mean it. Bye. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> I like that she specified um, if you couldn't live in this, if you would live somewhere else with your life. <laughs> As in, like, don't worry. You don't have to die. You can take your life with you, but you have to go to another city. So that eliminated Cleveland for me. <laughs> so uh, I, it's a good question, Kel. Kel dog. Um, Kellogg. Kellogg is what I call her when we're drinking um, milk. So I think that I would probably – I don't know. I mean you can't say Boston because it's where I'm from, right? You can't you pick another no, city could. that you lived in. She did not specify that I as I know, a rule. but I feel like I'm going to specify that as a rule. Okay. Because it seems like cheating. Like I'd pick the other one. <laughs> um, and I'm assuming American city? I think any city. She really didn't. I'm really putting a lot of restrictions on Kelly's very open-ended questions. So to make it easier for me, because you know that's how my brain works. Mm-hmm. You're also looking at me like, you're very excited to hear the answer. I am. I'm I, very curious. I've always thought it's, I'm, I'm an idiot for never living where it's always sunny. Mm-hmm. So Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah! <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, like, I, I've moved from like Boston, New York, New York, Boston, like back and forth a couple times. And it's just like, you know, there are places where the weather is agreeable and nice. So probably somewhere out west. But not L.A. Maybe like a San Diego. Mm. But then I went to Denver one time and, man, I loved it. Denver's incredible. I went to Denver for the AFC Championship. So it was December, right? That would be December, January? January. Yeah, that's right. January. (laughs) I love sports. Um, And so I went there in January and it was – it was – I wore a T-shirt. In Denver? Yeah. Now, granted, I don't know if you if you know this little known fact. The stadium is called Mile High Stadium. I did know that. Yeah. It's because it's up about a mile high. Wow! And so I think maybe we were closer to the sun, so the sun feels warmer. Is the science that I did with my? I used a beaker and I looked at the <laughs> meniscus and was like, "This we're closer to the sun." I don't know. It was really warm. But like coldish, it was clearly January, but it was like the sun felt very so Denver's nice. I don't know, Ashley, where would you live? Charleston. Oh, you had that ready to go. Yeah, I well I I was thinking about sometimes it. it's like it seems pretty obvious one of us preps a little bit more than the other. <laughs> I also I love Portland. I love San Francisco. I love New Orleans. I've never been to Portland. I want to go. Portland is never incredible. been to New Orleans. But I, you know, when when I think New Orleans I think of a, a podcast sponsor who isn't sponsoring oh, today. Oh, not this week. So I'm not going to say it. it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No free advertising here. But what I really, what I really, really love about Charleston is one, the food. Just when I told incredible. you I was going, you were like, "I have six places I'd like you to eat." But it's, it's <laughs> like, okay, hello. You're lucky I pared it down to six. It was very nice. There are so many, but also it's it's just Pugin's porch. Shout out to the crab oh, cake at Pugin's, Pugin's porch. porch. Mm. 
But like the right outside the city are these incredible, beautiful beaches, and it's just you get the the best of both. Mm. It's so close. Yeah, I love it mm. very much. Cool. Yeah, it's a cool city. It's very so. Cool. I'm gonna pick. I don't know San Diego, maybe Denver. I also like Chicago, and Ash is gonna go Charleston because <laughs> that's how we do things here. Uh, and Jay's answer is probably Paris. Paris. I was yeah. just gonna <laughs> say Paris. Of course you were. <laughs> Uh, thank you for your question, Kelly. Uh, anyone else listening, if you would like to. Leave us a voice. Halif? Leave us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. That's a good sound. If you want to do whatever, do you want to do whatever she said, or if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, the number is 860-506-5571. I just noticed that there's a big chunk on my microphone. But not for me. No, no, no. We're not using the same microphone. We do have two different ones, but I normally check the little guard they put in front of it. Because, you know, we work in a in an office where there's a lot of yelling and, and blah, blah, blah about sports takes. And it's very hard to do that without getting get, chunks of food on the microphone. Yeah. And there's a big one looking at me. That's I'm disgusting. I'm going to power through it because this is my job. So whenever everyone's like, what do you even do there? Remember this moment. <laughs> Thank me for my service. Uh, okay. We're in friendly banter. Hello. Hello. How are you? I missed you. What? I didn't see you yesterday and can talk to you about men in blazers. I saw your picture with Megan Rapino and I lost my mind. Can you please tell me about okay. it? Okay. So, hello everybody. I'm Katie. Um so uh <laughs> the uh, my it's, uh, I was going to say my friends, but they are my friends, but one of them used to be my boss. There's a podcast slash show called Men in Blazers. If you're a soccer fan, you've probably heard of it. Um, if you haven't, if you're not, then you may not have, but they're very popular, very fun. It's Michael Davies and Roger Bennett. Um or, or Raj and Devo, as fans affectionately call them. Michael Davies is, uh, the head of Embassy Row Studios, which is the, um, production company that did Crowd Goes Wild. So he was like very much present at the beginning of my career. Um, there are a lot of people who like to say they take credit for it. So I don't want to say like it's entirely Michael Davies that helped me bring me here, but I, for me, think that he's one of the major people who helped bring me here. So anyway, they were trying to get me into soccer for a long time and I was just like, no. And now I'm in and they did a live show and they invited me and I was like, oh, my God, I'd love to. Their audience was so great. You know, soccer fans get like a bad rep here because a lot of times there's those soccer fans who are like, what? what's the first time you watched a game? How long have you been a fan? It's like, oh, God. But these ones were all really great. Uh, so anyway, they were doing a thing called Night of the Golden Blazer where they give away for the year a golden blazer. They've given it to Rebecca Lowe before. Um, Ooh, yeah, a lot of esteemed. What are you writing on your cup? I I'm uh, I'm behind on ideas for today for voices, so I'm just okay. gonna scribble that one down. Just in I case. love that I can tell your pen's not working on that cup. Yeah, it's not. Maybe use this. Note, maybe use a notepad here <laughs> that you have right here. Anyway, <laughs> they don't tell you who's gonna get the golden blazer. So I didn't know. I knew that Sam Darnold was going to be there. Um, and I was like, he can't be getting the golden. Bl- if the, one of the two of us is getting it, it's, it's going to be my. So okay. yeah, right Hold on. Cup. anyway, so, uh, so then I see that, uh, it's Megan Rapino, And I was like, <gasps> how did you like, how did you get the reveal? So I, uh, I ran into Jen Simons, who used to produce, um, garbage time with me. And she was like, have you, you know, Rapino's here. And I was like, excuse me. She was like, yeah, she's in the other green room. Like I was in this little green room that nobody was in. And I'm like, I think I'm in the wrong place. Come to find out there was a cool person green room. I was in the right place. It just wasn't the cool place. Right. Um, And so Jen was like, did you see Megan Rapinoe? I'm going to go meet her. And I was like, oh, have fun. And she was like, come with me. And I was like, I I can't. I cannot do that. Um, She made me come with her. 
So she, it was her and her wife and then me hiding behind the wall. <laughs> and so I, Jen goes over and is like, hi, I'm Jen. It's my wife. And then she's like, and this is Katie. And, uh, and I'm not there. <laughs> she was like, Katie. And I like poked my head out from behind the wall. And, uh, cause I was so nervous because Megan fucking Rapino. And A, this is not the point, but I just want to say, she looked incredible. I was just like, you're glowing. You're perfect. I love you. Uh, and then she was like, Katie Nolan. And I was like, ah! And so then I died. So I'm a ghost now. Uh, this is the first ghost hosted podcast. Ooh, ghost host. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So we should get an Emmy for that since we didn't get one for the show. Oh. Um, so uh, anyway, she's to- she's so lovely. She's exactly as lovely as you think she's going to be. And then some. She was really wonderful. Um and I love her very much. And she got the golden blazer and it matched her outfit perfectly, which I don't even think she was planning. And she looked so friggin' cool in it. We don't have Jay, so I'm going to try to swear less today. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, she was really, 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 really wonderful. Really great. Have I said that she was really great? Yeah. God, wow. she was so nice. I was a dick to Sam Darnold and I'm really sorry. <laughs> I don't remember. I was waiting backstage because I was on after him and then he, I don't, I don't really remember, but I was saying something to someone and I was like, but F the Jets. And uh, it was as he was coming on stage and he goes, what's that? And I was like, I said, I said, Fuck the Jets. And he was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then he like wished me good luck out there. And I reached, I was awkward. I like reached out my hand and be like, I'm Katie, by the way. And he, as I said that, he was like, I'm a big fan. And I was like, I know uh, you're lying. I know that's a thing. I've noticed this is a thing people say when they're like, oh, I know that I recognize that you're a person I should probably know. So I'm just going to say I'm a big fan, but it's not fair when he does that. Cause I'm not going to say to Sam Darnold, I'm a big fan. I'm a big Patriots fan. Yeah. And as much fair. as like, we don't care about the Jets, they're still the Jets, mm-hmm. you know? So anyway, I can't tell if that went well or not. So, um, Shouts to Sam Darnold, who was very nice. He's a very nice man. But when he says to me, like, good luck with everything, I can't say, I'm like, I, good luck in the office. Not to season. you. Yeah. Good luck golfing. Yeah. You that's know? fair. And that's I just, fair. I don't know how to handle that situation, like most situations. <laughs> uh, and I just, instead, I'm like, oh, okay. Cause, you know, now I'm finding out all these men in this industry just text with these people all the time. We'll get to that later in the podcast. But it's like, I don't, I'm not that. I meet them and I'm like, I am a Patriots fan who somehow gets to work in this industry. It, you seem very kind, Sam Darnold. I will like you, but I'm not going to wish you good luck. I'm not going to wish you good luck. That's fair. I feel like that. I feel like Colin Coward would wish him good luck. Probably. But then he'd get called out for it later. So I guess that happens a bunch. I feel like I'm going on a million different directions. How was your day? It was good. We're still in friendly banter. Folks. Oh, yeah. Every, everybody everything's good. I'm excited for the long weekend. Mm. It's Memorial Day coming up. You doing anything? I forgot that it's... I always forget that it's Memorial Day, which I know people listening to this podcast will be like, how the hell do you forget? We all look forward to it. It's because I've never had a Memorial Day off in my life. Will you do this week? Yeah. And I. it's too late. Can't book anything. It's Memorial Day. Everything's expensive. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's I don't okay. know what I'm going to do. We have a pool at our apartment building that Ooh. opens today. Oh, so I'm excited about that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What um, what's it supposed to be like all weekend? I haven't looked. I think it's supposed to be really nice. Actually, it's really nice today. Yeah, it's really nice. It's beautiful. Today. So we're gonna we're gonna get through this pod real quick and then real go quickly. outside real quickly. Um, get some color back in your ghost skin. <laughs> it. I ghost do. Ghost. I do have ghost skin, <laughs> uh, but again, I'm dead, so it's fine. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm going to the, the, the Women's World Cup send-off game is on Sunday. Oh, yeah. So going. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited. And I'm going to see my friend Megan Rapino. <laughs> and I'm like, Megan! 
remember me? And she's going to be like, I, there's someone yelling. And Can we get her out of here? <laughs> but anyway, that's the goal for the weekend. Um, um, I do feel remiss if we don't mention the show that Jay's obsessed with. So I was going to let Jay do, I know he's not here, a Whiskey Cavalier update. And then I thought you and I could do the Whiskey Cavalier update update. Oh, okay. Because that's... there's outside of the show news. There is. That's so, and, you know, we love an update here. So many updates. On sports. But since Jay's not here, I was going to say you should do it. And then I was like, I'm not going to make you watch that show. I'm going to just try to call him right now, see if he answers <laughs> and let him do it. I hope he's on the beach. Where is he? Block Island. I don't know what that is. I think it's in Rhode Island. Apparently, it's awesome, and I just—I've never been. It says it's calling, but I don't we know. might not get great service in here. I'm on the Wi-Fi. Oh boy. Well, we'll give this two more seconds. Why don't you try to call him while I'm trying to call him, and we'll see what happens. Oh, I was going to pull up my Slack because he sent me an audio file that, if I had to bet money, would is that he recorded himself doing a Whiskey Cavalier update before he oh went on vacation. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather force him to do ah, it live. Ah, yes. What? You have it? Yeah, I have it. Wait, I want to call him. I call him, but yeah. Wait, it just says calling home. It's absolutely lying to me because it's not calling him. Hold on. I'm just going to download this. This okay. better not be long. You know it will be. And if we call him, we can cut him off. Can you call him? It's not even ringing. This is good podcast content. It says I have service. All right. I will try him now. Is yours ringing? Put it on speaker. Me too. God, we record in a dungeon. Well, this was a fun bit. Why don't we go ahead and let's toss (laughs) it over to an audio file for Jay's Whiskey Cavalier update. Ba-doo-doo. Da-doo-dop. This season on Whiskey Cavalier, what? we've seen Will Chase, codename Whiskey Cavalier, uh-huh. and his team go through a lot, comma. But on the season finale, comma. we saw the most, colon. Standish, after finally falling in love, had to shoot his girlfriend, a double agent. Wow. And then ended up stabbed, comma. Whoa. Frankie learned to let her comma guard down. is not a comma there. Will, comma. Staring into the abyss, sharing a pastry, and the two of them, <laughs> Whiskey Cavalier and Fiery Tribune, comma. They lean in, and then we cut away. Period. Semicolon. No! Whiskey Cavalier ends its first season that way, but there may be more. Stop. Just stop. Way, Just stop him. Tuned to sports. Just stop him. Katie Nolan. Stop him. Find out. That's nice of you for the plug, Jay. No dash. Yeah, no dash. dash. I need to know how it ends. No dash. I'm Jay Wolf. No. And that is your Whiskey Cavalier update. hi yi Look, you can't just say comma, and that means you get to keep going. That's also got to be the first one he's ever scripted. That was very scripted, Jay. Yeah, it was. Very well done. Oh, boy. And now let's toss it over to me and Ashley for your Whiskey Cavalier update update. Uh, I saw a story yesterday that they might be bringing it back. I know. Who do we have to call? <laughs> I need to figure it out immediately. I have an email into Pataro. Okay. To see... Yeah, I know. We might have to go above Pitaro. He's on the ESPN. I think we got to go straight to Disney. But I don't have any Disney. Con- I tried Mickey. He doesn't speak. Oh. So, you know, I try, I'm try. i trying. Okay. Um, I've got the stuff out there. I don't know if this is too political, but um, I think that we can get them to, to Not stop bring it. it back. Yeah, it okay. feels like I don't like to flex my power muscles, mm-hmm. mainly because I don't have them. But right, I right. went. I, I think this is what they were made for. Okay. To take down this show. I also saw Scott Foley, the guy who's the star of it, tweeted like, oh, I saw today, I woke up in wherever he is, to news that they might be bringing back Whiskey Cavalier. I'm like, if he, if the star of the show is finding out after 
the world and fans, it makes me feel like it might not be real. Yeah, probably not. Because uh, you think Scott Foley would get a call from his agent that's like, hey, internal talks say that we're bringing back the show. So I'm, I don't want to... I don't want to ruin everybody's parade, but I do because it's a Whiskey Cavalier parade and I don't agree with it on a moral level. All right. That was friendly banter. Yay. Official, official Potter show business. We got anything? Yes. Oh, our show's on hiatus. Our show, yeah, is on hiatus. We finished our first run. Woo woo. It was awesome. We had a good show on Wednesday. And I know we say that all the time, but I'll, honestly, I really liked our show on Wednesday. It was a good and show. we put a lot of work into it and the topic for the monologue was something I've been wanting to do for kind of a long time and I'm really proud of it. I think we did a really good job. So, uh we're not allowed to post that, I don't think, on YouTube, right? Well, it's yeah, it's too we're trying, long, but we're working. It's too on long. It. But um uh, if you want to go see it, I, I I think you should. I think you should watch it. Even if it's the only episode you watch. If you have ESPN Plus, that's where you can find it. If you don't and you've never signed up for it, you can do a free trial for a week. Watch all of our episodes because they're all on there. And then you can cancel them if you wanted to. Said somebody, allegedly, a bird told me. But I wouldn't do that. I no. wouldn't think you should give that $5. But you could do that if you wanted to because, you know, your friend Katie said so. And it's a pretty good monologue. Chock full of information. <laughs> Anyway, uh, our podcast release schedule, clearly we're late today, mm-hmm. but um, the schedule may be changing yeah, because just we won't have we a show. We don't have to go around the show schedule. Right. So. so we might be able to do it earlier in the week. We might be able to do crazy things. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. I just, right. It came to me. I felt like we we're going to do crazy things. Awesome. Uh, today in the podcast, we're going to talk about some news, Ooh. as usual, as usual. Whoa. Usual. Whoa. Wow. wow. Hold on. Let me get my cup. Put it on the cup. Put it on the cup. Uh, as usual. Oh, that reminds me. We also haven't talked that I did Dan Lebetard's live show thing either, did oh, yeah. we? yeah. No, we didn't. That's fine. We don't have to talk about it. You can listen to it. They uploaded it today. I was on it for 13 seconds. Um, we're, we're doing, uh, we're going to talk about the news. We're going to talk about sports. I was thinking about this the other day. I don't think we need to put the tease in. I think if they're listening this far into the podcast, it's like, we got them. You're, you're sticking around. <laughs> Or you're not. Whatever. We're going to talk about sports, and then we're going to talk about Game of Thrones for the last time. Aww. I'm fine with it. I'm not that sad. Uh, it's the only good thing about this season is I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this to be yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, before we get to all of that, today's podcast is brought to you by Trip Action's new sponsor. All right. Ashley, tell me how you want me to tell the people about Trip Action. Well, in honor of Kelly... I think you should do this one. Like Cocho. Like Cocho. Is that what he sounds like? In my head, that's what he sounds like. I think it is. Yeah. He's gro- gravelly. It's your, you know, it's gravelly, your interpretation. You could be groveling while he's gravelly. Cocho doesn't gravel. Grovel. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Listen, there's a reason half of business travelers do not use their company's chosen travel management platform. Uh, booking business travel is ridiculously outdated, time-consuming, and costly. If you're frustrated with your company's travel management program, or lack thereof, you need to look into trip actions, okay? (laughs) They take the pain out of corporate travel with a complete solution that helps businesses save and keeps employees happy. This is going to destroy your voice. I am in pain, (laughs) and we're a third of the way through. (laughs) The reason Trip Actions works so well is that it's the first travel management platform designed from the ground up with the road warrior in mind. <laughs> Feels like actually how Coach O would describe this service. It's easy to book your com- ma'am, please don't interrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to book your company's business travel from the app or desktop. 
They have 24-7 proactive support around the globe and incentives for employees to save on travel expenses. Oh, there's an exclamation point. Travel expenses. <laughs> Companies from Lyft to Sara Lee's Frozen Bakery. Ooh. Is that separate from her regular bakery? I need to explore that a little bit further. They don't sponsor. They don't. We don't. We'll do it on our own time. Okay. They, those companies trust Trip Actions with their business travel. Trip Actions rewards travelers for saving their company money, <laughs> and they'll reward you just for checking them out. So reshape your company's business travel today with Trip Actions. Go to tripactions.com slash Nolan. Complete a 30-minute demo with a Trip Actions account executive. He's never said the words account executive in his life. <laughs> and you'll get a $100 Amazon. Get, wait, oh, what? What? Okay, go to tripactions.com slash Nolan. Complete a 30-minute demo with a TripActions account executive, and you'll get a $100 Amazon gift card. That's pretty great. I am I am busy later, as of right now. <laughs> but that's only this month. Oh, that's this okay. month only. May? Yeah, I guess. There's not that many days left in no, May. No, so there's chop, not. Chop. And you've got some of them off, so you should really move this up the priority. Move this up the priority <laughs> list. <laughs> Tripactions.com slash Nolan for a free demo and a $100 Amazon gift card. Trip Actions with an S dot com slash Nolan. <laughs> hey, guys, also, I, we don't normally mention this, but when you do that, um, that's very helpful to us. Just when you go to those specific URLs, mm-hmm. they notice that it's coming from us. Yep. Makes mama and mama look good. Mama and mama. Makes mama My and two moms. moms. Mama two, mama two moms look good. Becky two moms. Becky two. Oh, she's only I, Becky one belt I right now. Stay dropping my pen. Yeah. What happened to her other belt? She does not have it anymore. Well, oh, I have a WWE she story. It. I've done that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Here we are talking about sports news. Sports. Where should we start? Do you want to start with your WWE news, or do you want to just we'll do that later? Because let's do it later. Okay, we'll start with Raptors Bucks. There's so much going on with that series. What a series! So it's uh it, the series is tied uh, not tied. I was gonna say it's tied three two because I love sports. <laughs> uh, the series is at three two. The Raptors are up, even though they went down two nothing. Then they've won three in a row. Mm-hmm. Huge, Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi. Um, and that is our sports analysis of the actual basketball. And for the rest of it, can we talk about where do you want to go first? I don't know. There's I was so just many trying to think. To so go. I'm the chug, but I don't want to start it. Let's start at Drake um, giving Nick Nurse a massage. I wish you were in when you were around. Hold on, words. When when I saw this story, yeah. I immediately wanted to talk to you about it. Oh, thank you, thank you. Because the only thing I could think outside of like, <laughs> wow, super inappropriate, yeah, was like, what would people be saying if a woman did that? Mm. People would be like, she doesn't respect the game. That's so oh no, they'd be like, oh, they're definitely they're definitely banging. banging. Yeah, like it made me so mad. It made me so mad. Sit yeah, down, I didn't even, sir. I didn't even think of that. I was mad at it from the, I mean, first of all, I've already done my verbal eye roll at how much we have to talk about Drake whenever <laughs> there's anything relating to actually any team because he roots for all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he, uh, for me, Drake's body language said that he knew he couldn't do that. Right like after? he did it. And as he, even as he did it, it looked like he was like, I'm going to do it real fast and I'm going to go back to where I was sitting. Like, he didn't look like a guy that was like, yeah, coach, let's go, coach. Like, he knew not to overstay the welcome, but the welcome wasn't even – you to do it in the first place, you're making a lot of assumptions. It's the middle of a game. I know. And it's not like 
it's not like it's a player who's injured and isn't involved. Like it's the head coach. Spike Lee wouldn't even do. No, that. he wouldn't because that's not. There's a difference between like being the fan and being the fan that's like, I want people to see that I'm like, we saw you, Drake. We know you're there. We got it, buddy. We know you're there, bud. But I also, while I'm saying that, I'm like, oh, I kind of do that sometimes too. Or I do, you would I, never. Oh, no, God, no. But like, I do too much. We're like, I'm having fun. The crowd seems to like me. And then I do a thing and everyone's like, okay, Katie, we've had enough of you. Stop doing so much. So I get it. But I also feel like someone's, maybe Drake doesn't have anybody in his life that's like, hey, man, don't massage the coach. Yeah. Yeah, I do love that. Um, Nick Nurse was like, "Yeah, I don't. I didn't even know that he did that. I don't believe. Him, I don't believe that but, for a um, second. I think I love that he said it because it was just like a. I'm not going to answer questions about Drake. I don't right. know if you guys know, but we're right. we're we're playing to get to the finals. So I'd love to talk about the basketball, the basketball. Which again, stuff. we're finished doing. We have we've it's already finished talking also, about the basketball. Not to make this again another gender thing, but like any woman who feels hands on her shoulders immediately whips around. To oh be like, boy, who is touching me? Oh boy, and actually, like, I, I didn't know. We've got a sense that's like I'm about to be touched on the shoulders. <laughs> like you feel the like you know in uh, Sixth Sense when they're like when the hair stands up on the back of your neck mm-hmm. and it gets cold that doesn't necessarily mean it's a dead person it also means there's a man behind you that's about to touch you because i get that like what's happening yeah and you just whip around and you punch and then you're like mom i'm so oh, sorry sorry uh, yeah, but your mom knows better yeah don't Honestly. touch me mom i've said that a million times christ <laughs> say it once you say it a million times so that happened there was also oh wait there was another drake story i didn't see this one <gasps> the mallory evans one yeah okay so the mallory evans is the daughter of the bucks owner is she the daughter that went to the lottery one year? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I think she's around 23. Okay. And at game five on Thursday night, she was sitting next to Aaron Rodgers courtside and okay. she wore a Pusha T shirt to the game. Now that is a Pusha T t shirt. A Pusha T. And when you said a Pusha T shirt, I was like, what's that? Oh, a Pusha T t shirt. T shirt. Yes. My mistake. I'm caught up now. Um, I didn't remember how bad that beef was. I was going to say, you didn't, you don't have to say you didn't no, remember. I, you didn't know. I knew that mm. he called him out for having a son he didn't acknowledge. Pusha T called Pusha Drake. Pusha T called yes. Drake. And that yes, was yes, the yes. extent of my knowledge Adonis, of this. Adonis, right? Yes. Yeah. How do you remember stuff like Because that? my brain doesn't remember anything except <laughs> stuff like that. I read everything on the internet and then I'm like, none of this is useful for my life. It was an interesting wormhole to go down where... Wait, when, wait, wait. Where were you when you were going down the Pusha T, Drake? I don't know if the world knows. I think we've made it pretty clear on this podcast, but your your musical tastes don't intersect with a Pusha T, Drake rap beef. Uh, oh, no. At all. No, they don't. Even remotely. No. So I want to know, where were you I when was, you... I was in the office. Oh. Yeah. I was prepping. Yeah. And I get counts as prep. Sure, sure. Uh, and I saw like the picture with the black face. Oh, yeah. That, that was a whole oh, thing. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, some of those lyrics were very, they were explicit. <laughs> they were. They were they uncalled were. for, they frankly. Were. Well, some could say they were called for. Well, Who's to say? Well, I am as a mom. I thought some of them were. <laughs> and, you know, the important thing is that the beef ended when somebody in the industry, like a respected OG, called Drake and was like, don't. Fire Don't back. Respond, yeah. And so he didn't respond. Then he went on the shop and talked about how he didn't respond and mm-hmm. how he studies rat beefs for a living. And it was a, it was something. Um, so Mallory anyway, yep. w- wears a shirt, a push a T t shirt. Right. Um, every time I say it, I'm like, I'm the whitest person in the push world. A push a T t shirt. A push a T. Um, and then when the Raptors won, Drake changed his Instagram profile picture oh to a oh picture boy. of Mallory. Oh, yikes. And then put a, another picture of her in his story and wrote, all is fair in war and war. And trust me, I'll still get you tickets to say it. 
Ovo Fest? It's just OVO. Oh, uh, but I do love I? I lo- OVO. O O V O. Oh, um, but I do love the in parentheses she wrote, which is a musical festival in Toronto. I had to. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I was I like, what's Ovo Fest? Ovo Fest. O V O. O V O E O. Anyway, that's how old Speaks I am. Volumes. Uh, which to me feels like. Is, no, you can tell. Is that that good of a no? Response? It's it's not. I think. Um, I think what he might be insinuating is that she may have asked him for tickets, and like at a pre at a prior yeah date. And so he's kind of trying to be like, don't worry, I'll still get you those tickets you asked me for. But yeah. when you don't say it explicitly, then it's not as good of a burn. Right. And also, you're saying you're going to get her tickets, so she still wins. And also, I, I don't know if he meant it this way, but the all is fair in war and war um, feels to me like a thing that men do now when they when they criticize a woman, that they feel like they have to be like, if you want to be equal, I can be mean to you. Cause, and it's like, we know what? When she engaged in wearing the Pusha T t-shirt, Pusha T Pusha T t-shirt, um, then it like she knew. Yeah. So you don't have to say like you're a woman and I don't want to get yelled at, but all's fair, right? It's also, like, okay. though, like you, Drake has like fifty-seven million followers. Yeah. She is a young, yeah, she's not that rel- young. relatively attractive. Yeah. woman, and you just made that her. That was a judgment. Her, well, I mean, I it's know just you like, don't want to say she's attractive or not attractive. You take a you take her picture and you make it your profile picture. You're just getting attention for her. Like, why is that necessarily? It's, well, yeah, it's not that bad. I know. It's also like, I don't. It is what it is. Drake is just he wants us to talk about him and look what's happening. Let's instead of continuing down this road, I could continue down for a long time. Talk about chugging beers. Oh, gosh. A skill that I don't have, but I will gladly judge others for not having. Unlike sports. Like, I don't judge people. Mm-hmm. But I, this... So, David Bakhtiari, we talked about this before. Chugs beers like a maniac. It's it's not it's even, very it's impressive. Not a chug. It's just a, a... It's a sip. He takes a sip and the beer is and gone. And then it's gone. It's amazing. And he doesn't even look... Sometimes when people chug, they look weird. They mm-hmm. get that, like, dead look in their eyes. And mm-hmm. you can see, like... I don't like this word, but, like, their gullet opens up and they're like... Oh. Oh, like you okay. see something weird happen. Something weird happens in their throat, and they're like, oh, "Okay, yeah, oh, that sound. You got it. You oh, did it already. We're so done." That's you can see, but he looks just like he's taking a sip of his beer. Yeah, it's amazing, and he doesn't spill any. No, also amazing. So uh, during the game, this is the most recent game, game five. Uh, he chugs two beers in less than ten seconds. I literally pulled out my phone and got a stopwatch. You timed it. That that. Under 10 seconds, one was like 9.53 and one next, was 9.83. next level prep. Included him like putting down a beer, picking up his second yeah. one, and then mouthing takes, at the camera, let's go. That takes me nine seconds to do. It was unbelievable. Uh, so then, <laughs> and this feels like shade because if you're David Bakhtiari, you know Aaron Rodgers' ability at Rodgers' ability. Mm-hmm. Rodgers' ability? Aaron's ability. How, do you, how would you say that? Aaron Rodgers' is- yeah, see? So I got yelled at once on TV because I said Rogers is in my, and the producer stopped the show and was like, just say Rogers. And Aaron like, Rogers' ability to. Yeah, but I would say Aaron Rogers' is. That Aaron makes Rogers sense to me. A... I'm an idiot. <laughs> anyway, Aaron Rogers' is, if you're David Bakhtiari, you know your friend is able to or not able to chug. And when you point at him yeah. and the camera goes over to him and fonts him uh, Game of Thrones extra, uh, <laughs> you know what he can and can't do. Yeah. And now we all know. What he absolutely can't do. So bad. Uh, he didn't even have a full beer. He chugged, I'm doing quotes, mm-hmm. it, and didn't finish. No, that gullet. That, it, the gullet was very closed, uh, and it took him a, a long time. He didn't even, yeah, he just stopped trying. Yeah. Like, I've seen you chug. 
Yeah. You're not great at it. No. But you don't stop until the beer's gone. No. Yeah. I'll make you watch me and my gullet for a full 15 mm. minutes if I have to. <laughs> that beer, I can't. It's it's quitting if you stop. Yes. Exactly. You can't. It's like being pointed at and then you're chugging on the on the, on the the Jumbotron mm-hmm. is like getting iced. You have to get on your knee and you got to chug you and have, you cannot stop. And he did. At least he did it. At least he wasn't like, no. And I mean. Okay. Like, I, if he, he did, did it. If he said no, I would have been like, okay. Okay, I feel you're, like maybe he should have. You're canceled. If oh, he yeah, knew that point. he couldn't chug yeah, three quarters of a beer, he tried. It was so bad. But it was then, painful. then they go back to back to Ari, who had the grace to at least look like flushed after two beers in under ten. Like seconds. how kind of him? It was like a, like, lip, oh, I'm a little bit. Cheeks buzzed. were a little pink. Mm-hmm. And then he mouthed again. Me? Let's go. Picks up a third full beer. He just has. Like five, which ready? isn't allowed. They'll only let you get two at a time. So, excuse me, how is this man getting? Well, so many he beers? was. I think he was with his girlfriend. So, like, maybe so he stole a beer from his girlfriend. I think he might have. Mm. No one's talking about it. No one's talking about it. That's what we do here on the sports <laughs> podcast: is talk about the stuff no one's talking about, like Uvu Fest. <laughs> I said um, Ovo. I know, uh, but so the he did that one in under four seconds. Yeah, it, it, like that one wasn't quite as take a sip. Like you could, I could actually watch his Adam's apple like swallow on the third one. But I just can't. Gullet is the word we're using. No, please no. I, it was. I think he's the the king of the king of chugging. Well, and and I will allow that. But here's what I'm also going to say. Feels real good today to be a Tom Brady fan. Yeah. Okay. Oh, did you see? So Matthew Stafford's wife put a video on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that of Matthew Stafford at a bar, and like she started, she produced mm. it very well. She started with like a zoom in on the TV, like, nice. oh, look, we're watching this basketball nice. game. Strong. We just saw Good Aaron Rodgers tank. And then Matthew Stafford like casually picks up one of those like taller, I don't know what the glass is called, like okay. the taller glass of beer. Sure. Chugs the whole thing. Also under four. He struggles a little harder than, you know, Bakhtiari, but mm. she used the hashtag king of the North. Which... I can't believe that she has, he, he, dr- I just, I'm just trying to formulate the thought. I can't believe that he's really good at drinking beer. You would think with his wife constantly pregnant that he would be like, oh, I don't drink <laughs> that much. Oh, wait, that's not, is he? Yeah, she's constantly pregnant. Or is that Philip Rivers? Well, Philip Rivers. Rivers, yeah. But I do think they just They've had just a bunch had a of kids. Oh, they just had a baby. I think so. Huh. I mean, this is just me looking at her Instagram briefly. Again, prep. You, how many so. baby How many baby pictures of hers did you waste time looking at? Not, when that, you were many. To, not that many. Not that many. Only three full pages. I'm pretty sure that... um. It was recent, again, pretty sure. So, no, we don't have Jay to help us look it up. But they're not that cute. Babies aren't that cute when that's they're young. Adorable. So. I thought Jay would help us look that up. I know. Uh, all right. So that's the that's basketball, you know, and I feel good about basketball. Uh, this is what I was talking about earlier, this story about Chris Broussard, who says he has – you don't have to look at how many pictures of hers you looked at. It looks like they gave birth on May 16th. Congratulations so. to them. I think she gave birth. Well, he was there. Yeah. Uh, Chris Broussard – Says that he has over 60 DMs from Kevin Durant. This story is fascinating. To yeah. Me. What's the most fascinating part about it to you? That why, when, when there are receipts. Yeah. Why do you lie publicly? So you, you're referring to Kevin Durant lying? Yes, I am. Okay. Even though he, his specific, um, quote was, you don't have my number. Right. Like, so, if you so, said, so start story at the beginning. Chris Broussard went on Undisputed, which is a television show. It's okay if you didn't know that. Um, <laughs> and he said that um, that him and Kevin Durant text have texted extensively, to which KD responded on Twitter, you don't have my number. 
Uh, and then Broussard posted a video claiming he has over 60 DMs from Kevin Durant and said he will not reveal the DMs from KD in respect for his privacy, but uh, said KD has every right to get on social media and clap back. What he doesn't have a right to do is lie. If anybody can prove that I was lying yesterday, then fire me. Don't let me set foot in this building again. An enticing offer. Mm-hmm. Um, but he so, yeah, so Kevin Durant technically wasn't lying. Right. You don't have my number. You said we text. I also can see the other side of like texts and DMs, same thing. And you don't want to take the time to DMs just sounds dirty because the Internet has ruined that word. So you don't want to be like we DM. It just doesn't sound as it's the same thing, especially right. with the old people we that watch private that conversations show. You, yes. With typed letters. Right. We send each other. We're pen pals. <laughs> um, so you're on CRISPR's hard side. That's hard for me. We, well, that's a tough. No, that's not what I said. Um, I I just think that when there is ample evidence to the contrary, you should be aware of like where what hills you choose to die on. And if you're going to be like, what? No, that never happened. And someone can be like, yeah, like I have something to prove that it happened. Like, don't make that statement. Make it about something else. Yeah, it does seem like very bold. Yeah, it happens. My brain just went to another uh, a random amount of information I have about YouTube drama. Oh, OK. This happens a lot in YouTube drama. Really? Well, they'll say like, oh, blah, blah, blah. That never happened. And someone's like, I literally we only talk through text. I have every receipt. Right. But there is something for this. Show the receipts. So I kind of, again, tough to say, respect that <clears throat> Chris Broussard didn't <laughs> reveal yeah, the DMs. I don't think he will continue to not reveal. I'm sure at some point he'll probably reveal them. Um, I don't think so. I don't know. I, I feel like so I feel like if if you're a journalist, reporter, analyst, whatever in that mm. industry mm. and you reveal DMs you have with Kevin Durant. Sure. If I'm any other athlete, I'm never talking to you again. Yes, but the argument could also be made that Chris Broussard positions himself as an insider, right, with access and reports, journalist, mm-hmm. sure. You don't reveal your sources. So if he has over 60 DMs from Kevin Durant, you kind of have to go back and look at everything Chris Broussard has reported based on a source. Oh, that's interesting. And wonder... Was now we wonder, KD may have been his source. So mm-hmm. he's already kind of violated the journalist thing yeah. by revealing that he DMs back and forth with Kevin Durant, unless it's about... I actually literally couldn't think Barner of a thing that the know. two of them would talk about. Um, <laughs> Tacos was the first thing I thought of. But, but 60 feels like... Well, I mean, that's what most DMs are about, right? Um, <laughs> one kind of taco or another. Oh, um, uh, but, but, uh, but 60 DMs is a lot of DMs. Uh, it, it's tough to gauge the... Um, amount of back and forth conversation if it's not giving us a timeline yeah. like 60 dms over the course of a blank so amount i think of time. i read somewhere that it was like over like three conversations that were like each a couple hours yikes i dms for hours i don't know people when you're up at night oh i hate that i hate when someone like uh, if you if we're having a dm conversation almost everyone i send is meant to be like this could be the last one you know, so like have a good day. And then they respond to a thing I said. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Absolutely. But, you know, we can always talk about that later when we get coffee. Here's my number. And then they DM again. I'm like, oh, I'm, st- I'm just trying to end it. Ending conversations in this era of like you don't talk on the phone is actually very stressful for me. Remember when text when we first started texting, not you and me specifically, but our age group, you would say like going to hop in the shower, BRB. And it was like now you would never even think to say you just would stop answering until you got out of the shower. Mm. 
But it's this weird thing about like, I'd like to stop texting now. Goodbye. Texts <laughs> give me anxiety. Every time my phone lights up, I'm like, what do you want? You know? Sorry. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, between this and the, um, and the Colin Coward story with Odell Beckham Jr., I think it was like a week ago, times a flat circle. I have no idea when that was. It, I'm like, are all these hosts just like texting with players? I guess so. I don't do that. Yeah. I've maybe guess- texted with a couple, but I, I'm, I'm very, I'm, you know, we just t- kind of talked about this. I'm like hyper aware of like, I'm a woman. This is a professional athlete. I need to make very clear. Right. That I'm just saying hello and I respect your work and, and F Sam Darnold, you know? I gotta be very clear. Um, I like what you say. But I'm like, what in the world? I gotta, st- man, I gotta step up my game. I'm supposed to be sliding into DMs? That's no, weird. no, I don't think you are. I think it would be interpreted differently if you did. Ironically, the only person I, I shouldn't say this story, but I was gonna say, ironically, the only person I ever did that with was J.R. Smith, and we tried to get him on our J.R. Smith segment, and we got an email from his management that's like, that's not the appropriate way to try to reach my <laughs> client. And I was like, yes, it is, your client specifically. That is the way to reach your client. <laughs> to send him a DM like, hello, please come do this thing. If you don't want to, totally fine. Figured I'd ask. And they were like, don't ever contact him that way again. <laughs> my bad. I, it's J.R. Smith. Anyway, that's the tea. Um, what, what's the next one? I didn't get to, I haven't watched the Lonely Island thing yet. Did you? I watched the, I didn't watch the full thing. I watched the two minutes that they put on YouTube. Yeah, we was, put that in as a go look it up. They, they did a Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco visual poem. <laughs> I love when we come up with new types of media. Yeah. And a visual poem feels yeah. like a new avenue. Yeah. For comedy. It was, uh, the, the incredible thing about Lonely Island is that they are funny, they are smart, mm-hmm. and their tunes are catchy their AF. Tunes, I mean, like, their no. actual, like, their, their beats. Wow. Like, their music, wow. the, it, regardless of yeah, they're good the songs. comedy and, like, yeah. the, the wit. Like, their songs the get songs stuck in your head. songs are actually catchy. I know. And this is, again, this now just has the, the optics. I'd put it on par with... What? In a box? No way. It's With incredible. bleep in a box. We're bleeping today. So but it's, it's like Dick Van Dyke is a name. Sure. You know, Dick Sporting Goods. Dick Tracy. We didn't talk about Doc Emmerich <gasps> at the sports Emmys. That's a weird segue, but. <laughs> because you said Dick, and so I was thinking, and then I was like, what about a Doc? Dick Doc. Favorite song, famous song by Kesha. Um, we've mentioned this podcast before. We'll just do this real quick. We're not doing any drum rolls, so nobody knows where we are in the podcast. We're on like our third sports story, but now we're going to take a break for a second, kind of go back to friendly banter, and I'll update you when we're back into the sports. We were at the sports Emmys the other night, and Ashley all of a sudden looking just, may I say, stunning, just stunning, um, was uh, standing and uh, looking totally chill, and then all of a sudden her shoulders went up an inch, and she just looked at me, and she said, Doc Emmerich's over there. <laughs> so on this podcast, Ashley has stated very weirdly years ago that uh, her when we were going through like who her five were or whatever, you know, that list you have of like, if I meet this famous person, I can sleep with them if they're interested and everybody consents and we're all adults. Um, and Ashley's only one she came up with was Doc Emmerich, uh, which, what a was, dream vote. which was odd. No, we all thought. Until you saw him in person and then you're like, oh, I get it now. Look, that man I'm has not here charm to, and charisma. I'm not here to yuck your yum. I'm just saying <laughs> yuck. <laughs> uh, 
Yum. And then you left before he gave a speech. Yeah, well, I was salty. Yeah, I, mean, I get it. <laughs> it you were like, salty. as soon as we lost, Ashley's like, can we just leave now? And I was like, well, people might see me get up and leave four awards into the show. Yeah. And also I had to be there to inappropriately, much louder than everybody else, scream for uh, NBA desktop when they won an Emmy. I thought the room was going to cheer. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure they heard me because we were in the back. And so I was like, yeah like really loud and everybody turned and looked and oh laughed boy. at me and I was like oh I like the show anyway they won an Emmy so everybody else looks like idiots <laughs> anyway okay we're gonna get back now we're back in sports Beth thank you very thank you very much so, um, so what else uh, there's the visual the, poem we were talking yes about. but we're done with it right okay. I don't have I haven't seen it so I can't really talk about it we were gonna say go look it up um, so go look it up how about this baseball we don't talk about baseball a lot what? And here's why we're going to, what was that? Like, what is baseball? Yeah, baseball is that, a sport. Is that on now? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> here's a, this is why we're going to talk about it. Crazy stat. The Orioles are on pace to allow 89 more home runs than any team in Major League Baseball history. That's ridiculous. Ah, that's a lot. So we've talked before about how stats can be manipulated to be whatever you want. Yes. Like, this is Numbers the never lie, but you can make them say what you want. There's no. There's no way to manipulate that. That's just an insane well, statistic. On pace is a little bit of a fake stat because it's like if we were to project out where we're at currently to yeah. the end of the season, it's 89 more. They may end up with 100 more. Yeah, that's Who's fair. to say? Um, so through 49 games so far, they've allowed 105 home runs. That's that's that's, that's impressive. That's two a game. At this point, if you're if you're on the Orioles and you're a pitcher, First of all, congratulations. <laughs> Second You're of all, the dream. do you just kind of lean in to what you just can't, you want to set that trying? record? No, like start trying to let them hit home runs. Uh, it also may be the way to get them to stop. Yeah, that's it's one a good of those weird point. things that sometimes a solution to something you can't figure out is the literal the last thing you would think to do. Just try that. And then sometimes you're like, wait, this actually worked? Yeah. It's the thing I've learned in my adulthood. There's a life lesson for you, kids. Write that on a, on a Push a T shirt. <laughs> push a TT. A Push a TT. So you're saying just like the fastball up the middle. Or a slope. Or a slow or ball up the middle. Or a softball, just a right? Nice the middle one. Just right lob up, it. Right, just lob, lob it, in, it in. Yeah, just That's all change-ups. Just... Well, they can't, I'm, I'm pretty sure this comes with the worst record in baseball. Like, I think they're... I would one would one, one would, would assume yeah. one would assume. So really, try try something. Why not try it? Just try. Uh, what That's are you going to do? Advice. We're forty nine games in. I don't know if you're going to be able to turn it around. You might as well be remembered for something for being the worst ever. All yeah. right. Okay. I'm I'm on board. The second worst team is the Mariners in this stat, mm-hmm. um, and that they have sixteen more home runs than them. Yikes! Uh, the current record that they are on pace to beat. Um, is 258. And you would think it was from like n- not very, well, I guess it would be pretty recently. But to, it was the 2016 Reds. They allowed 258. Yeah. And the Orioles are currently on pace to 347. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? That's not close. Are there teams in sports that you ever just forget exist? Yeah. I have two. One of them are the Cincinnati Reds. I always am like, oh, that's right, <laughs> which is really mean. Uh, and then the other one, Sacramento Kings. I don't know why that is, but that's I'm always just like, oh, that's right. You know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what mine are, but I'll remember later. No, when so you won't. Yeah, them you up. won't. And then you'll go, oh, my <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was the oh, team I, I forgot they were in the league. That's yeah, so yeah, great. Yeah. Um, 
All right, so that's a baseball story. Good for us. We did it. Pat us on the back. Uh, you want to talk about this WWE thing? Because you know I don't understand. They've oh. introduced a new belt, and I just feel like how many how many belts are there? Uh, oh, a lot. I don't know the it's exact too many. number off the top of my head. No one's ever needed more than one belt. So this one came Have you ever from... tried to put two belts on? Your pants? No. There's not no, enough I, room. I, thank you for specifying. Uh, no, I haven't. But this one came from USA Network. They wanted to try to bring back – oh, I'm going to forget what it's called. Um, I think it was called like the Hardcore title or something that was from a while ago. And okay. essentially the concepts are calling this one the 24-7 belt. Yeah. So the concept is anybody can take it from you anytime, anywhere, as long as a referee is present. What in the world? So like you could be asleep with the belt and no. if a challenger no. brings a referee into no, no. your bedroom no. and you you – Tap them out. No, they get the belt. So within, I don't like all the, of the things. The that this inaugural implies. champion was Titus O'Neil, and he lost the belt twenty four seconds later because oh. Bobby Roode just took it. Oh, what a perfect number! How that works out twenty four seconds for the twenty four seven. Carry on. <laughs> um, he lost it, so it's done. He lost it. So yeah, but Bobby it was in Roode a ring, and even since then, yeah. it was in the ring. So that's not even like if you're going to debut this belt, you would like somebody to do so it like a Starbucks. Later that. Oh evening, dear, I'm so sorry. I didn't let you finish. Bobby Roode was like fleeing with His name the is belt. Bobby Roode. Yeah, Robert Roode. Yes. Okay. Just checking. I just so he's fast. like running away from all these people who are chasing him, trying to get the belt. Our truth was like, here, hide in my trunk. Who was our truth? Okay. Are you just say it so casually? I'm like, I'm sorry. Is that a person? Yeah, it's a person. Our R like oh, toys are us. Okay. R truth. Yes, that's how most people would say the letter R. Like R is in us. Robert Rude. Right. Um. Anyway, so he hides him in his trunk, as like let all the other wrestlers like. Tell him you went the other way. Let's him out and is like, here, let's get in my car. We'll drive away together. Pulls a referee out of the front seat of the car. What in the world? Is it a clown car? It's, a, it's just, no, it's just a regular. It's a mess. Yeah, it's pretty funny though. So I think that'll be entertaining. It'll be across like all the brands. So anybody from Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT, well, NXT UK. This is the thing I'm interested in as a, you know, whenever we have these conversations about WWE, I come to you as the like, does this bother you because you're a WWE fan? Like with the scripted stuff, I know. I know everybody knows. We all accept it. It's You're just supposed to take it for what it is. But when you have to be so transparent that we know that this title was only added because USA Network wants to increase their ratings. Mm-hmm. And so they want fans to have to watch all of it because at any second, the 24-7 belt could be up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Like as a fan, do you feel like taken for granted or like used that they're like, we're launching a new belt because we want to increase ratings. No, um, because frankly, there are a lot of belts I don't care about. I right. can't even remember what most of them are called. Right. But I think this one brings an entertainment value that the other ones don't. Like when um, when Mick Foley came out and announced it, he got booed. Everyone was like, no, we don't want another belt. Right. Again, like, this is who needs more than one? But it's just it in terms of moments like – you're not going to get long matches with storylines that don't really matter. They've hinted that like a woman could take it from a man. Like, you know, that part of it is like it's going to bring comedy in a way that the other ones don't necessarily. So I'm excited about that. That's fair. But I'm not necessarily like I'm not going to like actively follow who has it right now. Because who cares? Because yeah. you're not going to follow it 24-7. You no. Know? You have other stuff to I do. I have other things to do. Um, I also have other things to do. The Stanley Cup finals coming up. 
which you could forget because the Bruins are getting 11 days of rest. Are you worried about that? Um, so I wanted to talk to you about your thoughts on that because we do always have this conversation about how many days is too many days. And last night, Thursday, I believe the Bruins had a, a, a scrimmage that they invited the fans to, to like play a game to keep oh, that's them cool. into it. There was a Brad Marsh and, uh, injury scare that was Ooh. like, ah, but he came back. He's fine. Um, and I believe Dave Krejci has the flu, so I'm fine with him getting 11 days rest. Uh, but I don't know. Obviously, a scrimmage, you're not going to play this. It's not the same as playing somebody else. And everybody says rest is bad. I think it depends on how you're resting. If you're resting like, you know, the Giants going on a boat, <laughs> maybe not great. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we rest starters, you know, in basketball and stuff. Leading up to the playoffs, you give them rest. Mm-hmm. So what, it's an interesting conversation, the difference between resting a team and resting a person and then the, the detriment that that could cause. I think it might just be bullshit. I think, well, I think it depends on the sport because we know that momentum is a huge real piece of your team's success. Yeah. I think in a sport like football where the playoffs are one game. Right. If you don't have that momentum, if you lose it because you've rested, like that's significant. In hockey and in basketball, you can see like the Raptors went down two nothing, then went three in a row. Mm. So in a in an extended series, it's not as impactful. So I think even if the Bruins come back rusty, they say they have a bad game, say they have a bad second game, that mm. still doesn't mean that they could lose. They still have time. They still have time to turn it around. And they have time to make it a series, which is obviously what everybody wants. Exactly. To make it a series. The the blues just make me nervous in general. Don't tell Jay I said that. I'm glad he's not here. They just they're they 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 just want it. I think we're the better team and hopefully we'll win, but <clears throat> as a Boston fan, Ed Orgeron really screwed up my throat. Um as a Boston <laughs> fan, uh I it sucks to again, we're going into a a, a final where Everyone's rooting for the other team. It's like, okay. Yeah, that's going to happen every time. Yeah, but the Bruins haven't won since what, 2011? So it's like, that's what? really not that long. I know, but it's also <laughs> not like it was, it's not that people carry over this like, Boston's always winning. But yeah. And the Celtics are like, no, we're not. Like, there are other, t- you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think that we in the media talk about Boston sports as if everyone's a fan of all four teams, but like, if you think back to when you weren't in this industry, there are some people who are just like, I am just a Bruins fan. Not, like, I am just a Celtics fan. Not that often. And not most that of the often, time, but it happens. A in Boston terms of passionately friend. watching, there are people who would be like, I w- I'm so happy the Patriots won, but if I could give up the Patriots ever winning to get the Bruins to win, I would. Like, yes. there are people that would much, like, this one means more. Mm-hmm. But I do think also as a normal human, you have friends that are from a certain place and you have that annoying Boston friend that won't shut up and it doesn't matter what the sport what, is. You are talking like you have that. You don't have Well, that. I went to high school in Boston, that's so right, I knew a right. whole lot of people who rooted, like, Boston used to be my second favorite sports city. Um, and then what happened? And then they won all the time. So what? It's so irritating okay. for somebody else to have to sit there and be like, yeah, okay, great. You do the parade again. Yes, it's, it's ah, it gets frustrating. And so, yeah, that's sorry. But, you know, it's splitting up Jim and Pam from the office. What? Jenna Fisher is a blues fan and John Krasinski is a okay. Bruins fan. So it's well, that's you know, not a real very... thing. Well, it is. It is to me. 
I have three more stories I want to talk about, and I'm looking at time, and we don't oh, have time for three more stories. I know. Stories. We also have three ad reads this week, so okay. we to sneak in a second. I'm wondering if we should do that. Okay, that's fine. We'll just go. I just want to say one more thing. We need to talk about Mount Everest. This is the story that matters the most to me. I am fascinated, fascinated by what's happening on Mount Everest. For those of you who don't know, you should go look it up, because like I said, I'm going to have to fly through this, because we got to get out of the studio, because who's coming in? Uh, I forget. I think Will Kane. Yeah, probs. But so we... uh there was a, seven people have died this week in at Mount Everest. Right. And you might be like, wow, how, I didn't know seven people tried to climb Mount Everest. Like for me, this was shocking that a, a bunch of people go. But yes, a bunch of people go. The window in which you can climb Mount Everest because of weather and stuff like that is a pretty small window. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we are become, you know, evolving as a species, more and more people can do this now. Um it has a lot to do with, obviously, physical endurance and training and stuff like that. But there's also the threshold of money. You have to pay a lot of money to be able to do this and to get the resources that you need. Anyway, because so many people want and can do it or want to do it, there's a line now on Mount Everest in various positions where, like, there's just a, it's just traffic mm-hmm. on Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. There's traffic and so a couple of these deaths have been people who made it to the top and then we're trying to get back down. For people who don't know, there's a – and I really don't know, but this is the basic. There's like a, a death zone at the top where the altitude and like the thinness of the air and the pressure. And it's the like temperature. Your and, body yeah. is like once you enter that zone, you've got like such and such amount of time until you need to get back out or you're dead. Like your body is almost essentially starting to die the second you enter this zone. That's probably why they call it the death zone. Um, But so when people are trying to come back down and there's this like backup of people, people are dying because there's not that there's not that, you know, many traversable ways you can get back down. So everyone's on the same one. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I can go up this. I'll just take a shortcut. Like not recommended. Right. Um, One of the tour guides or tour organizers said that Sherpa. Was it a Sherpa? No, I think there are – Shout out to the Sherpas. Shout out to the Sherpas. But I think there are people who like lead groups of people up like experts and they – Sherpas? Not necessarily. Oh. Well, many of them are Sherpas because they've lived in that altitude for so long that their their bodies – In any case, somebody said one of the men who died was stuck in that traffic for 12 hours. 12 – I don't – Hours. That's, I like this is one of those stories. My brain goes. I just. I can't understand. If that. you can't, there's a photo. Um, yes. Oh, I, I should have led with that. Yeah. Somebody posted a picture. It was on Facebook, but I don't. That's not where I saw it. You can just Google Everest traffic photo. It's shocking. It's. I think insane. that they make it look like that's the peak. That's. I, that's not the peak. That's a on the way up to a different part. I think. But that it, there's just a backup of people. I, if you would ask me before I saw the story how many people are on Everest at any given time, I'd be like, I don't know, seven? Like, that yeah. seems like a crazy – this is known as the thing that's like I climbed Mount Everest. Right. I thought there were like a few people that could say they've done it. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a hundred. For reference, there, like Katie said, there are seasons that people can climb. Last spring season, in its entirety, five people died. That's nuts. Seven already this week. Yeah. It doesn't – I'm – it, this is like a stupid, but it feels so. There's like this theory that um, that intelligent life can only evolve and become so efficient or intelligent before it just inevitably destroys itself. Mm-hmm. And this feels like a like microcosm of that to me. It feels like mm-hmm. climbing Everest is something that humans, however long ago, would be like, we can't do that. Now we're at the point where so many people can do it. 
that people are dying because so many people are trying to do it. It's like, what? Just don't. We don't have to do it. Yeah. We don't have to do it. Well, I think they're putting a lot of the blame on the countries that are issuing permits. Like they need to because there are so many people that Mm. want to do it. Like you need to manage the flow of people better. Yeah. That's I'm just shocked by that. Rest in the most peace to all of those people. We haven't said that yet. Um, Also, did you know there's a there's a like one of the landmarks that people use to find their direction of where they are on Everest is called Green Boots. Have you heard of this? Oh, I think I did. And it's like just a guy who died who was wearing bright green boots and you can see him and his bright green boots and his like red jacket. I looked at the picture. It's wild That's because crazy. they can't the, like it takes a lot of effort to get the bodies off the mountain. Right. It's obviously very hard to get up the mountain. It's just a. I went down an Everest hole, mm. went up an Everest mountain um, <laughs> and just was Googling and I'm fascinated, fascinated, fascinated. Stop climbing Everest. How about that? Everybody, you guys, we should chill with the climbing of the Everest because <laughs> we should chill with it because it's scary. Um, okay. That's it for sports news, I feel like. That was a lot. That was great. You're great. Oh, you're great. I think we should talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah, but we have to Even do though it. I don't want to. Um, before we get to that, uh, today's podcast is also brought to you by Casper, a new advertiser. Okay, Casper. On the Ghost Host podcast, Casper's going to sponsor. Uh, Ash, how are we going to tell the people about Casper? Can you tell us like Casper as if you were a ghost host? I, so just like me. No, come on. You know what I mean. Ooh, (laughs) Memorial Day might be the unofficial start to summer. (laughs) This is going to be the longest ad. Sure is. But with how hot it's all, I'm kind of like a vampire. That's, you know what? You okay, can take fine. it there if you want. You can be but a ghost. How hot it's already been for many of us. We can officially welcome back sweating through the night. Oh. Yeah, I, <laughs> tossing and turning and not sleeping. Sure, running the AC or a fan at night can help a bit. But it blows me away. Because <laughs> you're a ghost. You get it. <laughs> but to sleep really cool and comfortable like I do, get rid of your heat-trapping mattress and get a Casper. Boo. <laughs> the Casper mattress combines four layers of pressure-relieving foams for all-night comfort. It's softer under your shoulders and firmer under your hips for healthy alignment and extra support. That one definitely got a little vampire-y. Plus, breathable foams are designed to keep you cool all night, all summer long. Casper also has free shipping. And return so you'll be able to try. Just <laughs> trying to mix it up. <laughs> try your Casper mattress for a hundred nights, risk-free in your own home. <laughs> it's happening. Sleep cool and comfortable every night, like me. Get a Casper, the mattress, not a ghost. You don't choose us; we choose you. Go to Casper.com right now. I wanted that URL. (laughs) And you'll get 10% off 
Any purchase with a mattress today through May twenty eighth, you've got four days. <laughs> That's Casper dot com to save ten percent on any purchase that includes a mattress. You must go now. Additional fees may apply for Hawaii and Alaska. What is happening, honestly? See, you picked it. I know. See Casper.com/slash/terms for additional terms and conditions. Limit one code per customer. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Rest, Casper. Rest in the most peace. Oh my gosh! What a I mean, if you guys want it, you can have it, Casper. But we're gonna we, a small fee for a nominal fee. <laughs> uh, very quickly, Ashley, can you do? Can you get? Can we go over to you for an update? But can you, you have? You have about thirty seconds. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, and now it's time to head over to Ashley Brayband for your Bachelorette update. Doodle doo. Hi, I'm hi. Ashley. Hi. hi, I'm Ashley Brayband here with your Bachelorette update. Um, okay. Luke P. Yep. Katie, your dude. The, well, he's, you know, I you're, picked him, but I don't like him. contestant. She is super into him. Of course, told uh, you. He told her that he was starting to fall in love with her. Episode two? Episode two. Oh, great. So that was a little much, but she finds him thrilling. They were like ripping each other's clothes off. Mm. Your other guy, Jed, walked in. Yeah. It was awkward. Jed got the group date rose. Um, she likes them both. You're really looking good. Thank prime you. for Thank this you. season. You look nice today, too. Um, that I meant like, you know, for your picks wise. Um, you could have meant both. Cam is Jay, one of Jay's guys. Sure. He's already showing signs of crazy. Oh, good. He keeps saying ABC, always be Cam. So I'm he trying to come up lot. with like a, an, an ABC, Ashley Brayband something. Ashley Brayband cool. Brayband cool. Ashley Brayband cool. Ashley, Ashley Brayband chill. Ashley anyway, Rayban chugs. Uh, so he's showing signs of, of some psycho behavior. We'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. In terms of people that got eliminated. Wait, what about your guys? Uh, update on your guys. They were all pretty boring. Boring. Yep. Yeah. Fine. Okay. People that got eliminated. Uh, you lost Matthew. God damn it! I thought I was looking good. Well, you are. Luke. Luke and Jed are good. Might okay. be the last two. Okay. Um. And I'm Jay. Sneeze. Keep going. I'm sneezing. Jay lost one of. I don't know if it's yeah. pronounced Darren or Duran. I saw somebody write it as Davon. Somebody what? who really wasn't. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't that. And you have everybody great. still. I still have everybody, but to be honest, nobody really good. looked fantastic. Okay. Pete Pilot talked a little bit more. Mm. Seems kind of boring. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Okay. And that was your Bachelorette update. Doodle doo. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Uh, guys, Game of Thrones is over. Oh. You know, I would have been sadder a couple weeks ago. Yeah. How'd you feel in the finale? We don't have to go through the whole thing, but in the finale, I felt like I start as soon as the, okay, should we spoiler alert? Is I, the rest of it going to spoiler sure. alert? But I'm just letting everybody know, spoiler mm-hmm. alert from here for the next, I don't know, 10, 15, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones and we're not going to be afraid to say things that were happening. Okay. So in the last episode, when, as soon as John stabbed Danny, I was like, and I'm going to not pay as much attention for the rest. I just didn't, because I told you, I told you and Jay. I knew how it was going to end because I saw a spoiler. Mm-hmm. I was pissed about it. And I was like, you guys are going to be pissed. It was that Bram was going to be king. Right. And it just Which was, makes no sense. It doesn't. It literally couldn't make less sense. Yeah. He so. spent the whole season saying he's not Bran Stark. And right. then they're like, long live Bran. And you're and like, like, he said that's. And he has the a, best story. He doesn't have the best story. He does. I'm going to preface this all by saying, we're, for the sake of content, it's interesting to talk about. But I'm not as mad as everybody else because I really have 
Maybe it's because this season was kind of tapering off for me. But I really am just like, it's a TV show. We'll mm-hmm. go on to the next TV show. And I happen to be completely thrilled about the um, the Westworld trailer that dropped right before Game of Thrones. I thought it was just so smart how they did it. And I'm pretty excited about it. But, like, uh, there are other shows. We'll figure it out. But people, there are people that are like, you got to chill out. You got, You can't be so angry. But for the sake of the fact that we're making content about it, I wouldn't sit here and be like, everything's fine. You're supposed to, you know, have hot takes so we can discuss. But my main thing that I said to you, and we talked about this on the way to the Emmys that we lost, um, I was like, <laughs> what sucks is that this is a show that has rewarded people for paying attention to the to the details yep. and like the little minor things and like this little thing that seemed like nothing three seasons ago turned out to be this huge deal. And then this last season, they just completely abandoned that. Mm-hmm. And it made you feel really dumb. Like before, I used to feel stupid because I didn't know all those little things. We had this conversation when the season was about to start. And I was like, we can't discuss Game of Thrones in this podcast. I don't know everything. Thing. And then now I feel like anybody who spent all those years knowing everything feels dumb because they didn't need to know anything for the ending. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just had this perfect way of alienating every type of person who watches it. Yeah. The people who watch it casually were alienated by not ever knowing enough. And the people who watch it intensely were like, I knew everything and it didn't help me. Right. And that frustrates me. I can see how that would be very frustrating for people. And it's a bummer. It's like if, in the way that they rushed it. Which is the number one thing everyone's talking about. The pacing of it doesn't make sense. Like, it's like if in season two, something that happened in season six, you found out about. And then you were like, oh, I could see how we could get there over the course of however many seasons. But it just happens in the next episode. And you're like, that wouldn't make sense. It's not to say that the ending is the incorrect ending. They could have maybe made that work. But I needed to be walked there. And they just sprinted. Yeah. I think in that idea is embodied on a microscopic level in the finale, like the amount of time that they gave Tyrion to like walk through the wreckage and yeah. take it in was like the same amount of time that John struggled with having to kill Jane. Right. And you're like, like it was crazy. What? The pacing was wrong in, in, in every way. Like the pacing of the season was wrong and you're right. And in this episode, it was like, we spent way too much time on things that didn't need that much time. Right. And it was like, what are we doing? But that was that was the kind of pacing we used to have. Right. It was like they gave it back to us for a second. Right. And then they were and like, And then all of a sudden it fades to black and it was like a time, we jumped ahead in time. Which we've never I, done. And I, we've never done it. There was no indication of what was happening. And like I said, I was paying half attention at that point. So then I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. It just, it was, it was so, it was so bold of them to do. It was. It just felt very much like we can get away with it. Whatever, we'll do it. Yeah, I'm. What it does is make me look forward to hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. No, (laughs) I'm nervous about that. Um, for the books, the last two books from George. So, uh, because I I think he'll he'll explain. I think he'll get to the same ending ultimately. Apparently, they they talked to him about what the ending was going to be. Yeah, he'll 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 take seventeen years to get there. I uh, I was in an Uber. I overheard on NPR somebody say that like George R. R. Martin came out this week and said that the books are coming, but he still hasn't given a date. Yeah, I mean he's been saying I know, but like man, not a blog. Like what? You have a blog called not a blog, right? And it's a blog, (laughs) but. You call it not a blog so that we won't ask you to write on your blog about your thoughts on the show. And he blogs about like the Jets and the Giants, which it's already, it's already really problematic for me if you're a fan of both. It's like a weird, <laughs> you're a weird guy, which obviously you're a weird guy. You write about, you know, sisters fucking their brothers and pushing kids out of windows. I get it. But like, you c- come on. At some point, it's like, it's rude of you to not on your blog be like, here's the date or like, here's the, 
Here's how I felt. Here's my one issue with the finale. Just one thing. Yeah. Can you imagine if he wrote a blog about what he thought about the finale? His website would would crash. Yeah. It would, sure. it would be not a blog. <laughs> oh wow. So you wanted you to play. That. You wanted to play a game. So the Ringer put out like a thread on Twitter that was essentially a bunch of ones gotta goes. Like it took four items and four pictures and was like, you can only bring one back. You have to bring one back. Most heartbreaking death. Blah blah blah. Let's pick five of them. Oh gosh, you're already making me make decisions. So I just, but it's, they put it out before the finale. So it's not uh, like looking back on everything. Okay. So it's like a, it's like a post, it's like a, um, like MVP. You don't take the postseason into account. Correct. So we're not taking the finale into account. Correct. Okay. So like epic death doesn't include John Stabbing Danny. Right. But does include the Night King. Sure. Why don't we just say what the, which one, pick five because we don't have that much time. Katie. Yeah. You can only bring one back. Ned Stark. Lady Olena Tyrell, Leanna Mormont, or Oberyn Martell? Ooh, wait. Oh, it's the first one? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Ed Stark, Lady Olena, Leanna Mormont, or Oberyn. I think I'd br- bring back Lady Olena. Really? Yeah. Tell me why. I like her. I thought she was a really good character. I mean, they're all really good characters, obviously. Ned Stark, we have no idea what would have... Like, I don't think we would have had the character arcs and development. Like if Ned Stark doesn't die, Arya doesn't become Arya. So like, I think him dying was important and it was really early. And so I didn't have time to miss him, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, Lady Elena. Actually, I really liked the way that she died though. Yeah. It was pretty baller. Yeah. But she was like, like, tell Cersei, I wanted to know it was, me. it was me. And like, that was so badass. but I really liked her as a character. She looks like a cat putting its head into a melon or whatever that thing was that I sent you. Um, Liana Mormont was also great, though. Mm-hmm. But we didn't lose her until the very end, and I liked the way she died. So I, I, I think I'd, I think I'd bring back Lady Elena. That's my whatever. What, who would you bring back? Um, I think I'd bring back Oberyn. Oh, do you? Oh, you circled. Does that me? You I circled wrote, mine. I, yeah, I wrote Katie. Oh, I thought you circled it because you wanted to take it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you're going to change your. All right. Why are you bringing back Oberyn? Um, because I thought he brought a little je ne sais quoi. Like wow. he had the She flare. just did this thing with yeah, her shoulder shimmy. He had the flair. He was a good fighter. Like he had revenge. The whole, you know, the whole Dorn thing, we kind of blew up after that. Um, and I just thought he was a really interesting dude. Okay. Fine. Cool. Next. Okay. You have to bring one back. Joffrey. Oh, boy. Ramsey. Yikes. Viserys. Oh, boy. Or the High Sparrow. Ugh. Gross. I hate all of them Ugh. so much. I think uh, of all of them, I would bring Ugh. Brack. Uh, bring Brack. I'd bring, bring Brack. Brack. Bring Brack Viserys no, Targaryen. I was going to say, it's not Ramsey. No. I'd bring back Viserys, and it might be because we spent so uh, less time with him than we did with the others that... We didn't see the we didn't, pure evil. Yeah, I didn't hate mm-hmm. him as long. Um, he was super creepy. He was super whiny. Um, but he was of no, those he four. Did, didn't he do something really evil? Or am I like giving him credit for something Joffrey did? That yeah, might have been what? Joffrey. I don't want to say it. Um, oh. what, the High Sparrow, though, was he bad, bad? Um, I, That whole storyline, I tried to... Right, but he was bad to mind. Cersei. He, I mean, he was bad to everybody. Like yeah, anybody who was gay or oh, well, all then that. Him, stuff. he's dead. Well, I mean, yeah, he was just pretty terrible across the board. He was, he was also just annoying. Yeah, he was. Uh, that character was just like just, I don't want to see him anymore. The whole storyline was terrible. 
I mean, I, again, if you bring back Viserys, then you, then, then I don't think that, I don't think we get, you know what I mean? But then, and Danny's character, but we're not using the finale. Oh God, I'm like half completing every thought. <laughs> I would bring back Joffrey and then I'd kill him a different way. I really wanted to watch him die and it was visually, I couldn't watch it. Really? Because it's like eyeballs like exploded and stuff. Yeah. And I really didn't like it. Oh. So I'd bring him back and then I'd just like stab Kill him or something. in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel- But you can do that. That's not violating the rules. I feel like if I bring back Viserys, I think- You really want to say bring Brack a lot. I bring Brack. Anyway, right. I feel like if I brought him back, Danny would eventually kill him instead of call Drogo. Oh, that's not a bad- Ooh, and that'd be a really good- All right, we'll bring back Viserys. Yay! All right, give me another one. Most heartbreaking death. Hodor. Talisa, who was Rob's pregnant wife. Oh, yeah. Shireen, who was Stannis' daughter, or Ned? Hmm. I mean, I'm I'm going to – this is easier to answer because it's not like projecting an opinion. It's like remembering how I felt. Like which oh, one yeah. was I most heartbroken by? Yeah. And it was Ned. Mm. I thought it was Shireen. Shireen or Ned. It's between those two for me, but it's – I think it was Ned. I remember that was when I knew – I mean, obviously the first episode they push a kid out of a window. But I, that was when I knew like this show is going to – is gonna mess with us. Yeah. It like set the tone for yeah. like you loved that guy and bye bye to you. I thought Ned's was less heartbreaking for me because there were things that he did that led to his death. Shireen was like you yeah, you burn this daughter you burn this young woman at the stake for nothing. Pretty much because you believe in But it gave us Davos in a way that I don't think we would have had him if that didn't happen, like it made him this character that we were all like, oh, I don't know. I don't think like I don't really think it necessarily in the in the show impacted him that much. Like he was obviously upset about it. He hated the red woman. But then like he kind of just went back to being. Yeah, yeah he kind of did. Those are both really hard. OK, but we can go with Shireen as the final no, answer. We, we can disagree. Go ahead. That's Next fine. One. Best revenge. Aria on House Frey. Sansa on Ramsay, Cersei on everyone when she blows yeah. up the Sept, or Tyrion on Tywin. Mm. I'm going to say Tyrion killing Tywin. Really? Yeah, I know. These are all dumb opinions, but they're mine, so you should know that by now. Uh, I, I was really upset by Tywin. That he was sleeping with what's-her-face. Oh, yeah. That upset me more than I thought it would. Really? Yeah, because like... Yeah, it did. Because he shouldn't have done that. Like, Tyrion loved her. Yeah. And that really bummed me. It was just a gross, unnecessarily evil and personal thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I love when someone dies on the toilet, you know? So just like that, that really got, that did it for me. But a a close second is Sansa. I love Sansa because Ramsay was one, probably my most hated person ever. Mm. Um, But that felt a little removed like she yeah i wanted him. her to be more involved in right the, in which the is why i so you're aria i'm taking aria but she she oh yeah he eats the pie yeah. that part's gross i just don't you don't have to bake a, that part's gross bake but them into a pie it's part of the like a laura we don't have to get into it but it, there it's like a specific reference to something that happened Happens anyways and then she just kills the whole house because they messed with her family in a way that was unacceptable and i love that but i didn't need her to bake them into a pie i'm glad she took the effort yeah she she really stepped it up. Aye, aye, aye. It was like I'm going to make like make you suffer and then kill you. Yeah. So it was just a nice There's double. There's different bonus. ways to make someone suffer, but we can disagree on that. All right, well, last one. Last one. Villain you most love to hate. Tywin, Peter Baelish, Joffrey or Walder Frey. Baelish. 
This is the only one I love to yeah, hate. The other ones because like, straight was, up like because you were always questioning like what his motives were, and he really never backed down until weirdly the very last minute when mm-hmm. he died, when he was like begging for his life. Mm-hmm. Up until that, he was just this unforgiving like, nah, I am what I am, and I'm confident, and I know I'll get my way out of it. Um, and I didn't really, I didn't even like him as much as most people did. But like Joffrey made me uncomfortable. Tywin, I thought was a dick, and Walder Frey was just hard to look at. Ew, he was so gross. So Baelish, gross. you were like, you weren't sure if he was a villain, a villain for a while. So I thought that was interesting. And that I was agree. Game of Thrones recap, really super fast. That's what that was. Yep. Um, okay, we have time for one more voicemail, right, Jay? Oh, yeah, Jason. That's right, Jay. So, but before we do that, uh, today's podcast also brought to you by Postmates. Shout out to Postmates. <laughs> uh, so how would you like me to tell the people about Postmates, Ash? So we usually sing. But, but without Jay, we really, don't have any music. Yeah. So Ashley actually proposed before we came in here that I do it a cappella and I laughed in her face. So, so no ha- singing ad read today. I didn't have a third idea though. I okay. thought I was going to make you sing something. Can't you just pretend to do it like in sync? I wrote it on my cup. In sync? It's going to be me. No, because then it will be uncomfortable to do an entire ad read like that without music. Unless we do it to the tune of like, happy birthday. In which case, like, you yes, can sing that with, no. Come on. No, Ash, we don't when have time. We need red wine at Keep going. 4 p.m. sushi at 9 p.m. a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m. and ibuprofen at 10. Postmate it, please. Postmates is your personal food delivery grocery. This is hard. Yeah. All right. What if we just do an ad read? All right, just do it. Guys, but we love Postmates. And also, it's Postmates. You so, should listen to it because at the end I'm going to give you a promo code. And if you don't want a Postmates promo code, for I don't hundred dollars. Don't tell them. Sorry. Now they don't have to listen. Yeah, but they don't know what the code is. But they know it's for a hundred dollars. When you need wine, red wine at four. She already told you that. Red wine four p.m. Sushi nine p.m. Breakfast burrito eight a.m. Which is I don't need that. Ibuprofen ten a.m. You can use Postmates. It's a personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. I've used it to get medicine before, like yeah. when I'm sick and I don't want to go to the store. Postmates. Amazing. Uh, anything you're craving, they can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S., and they offer delivery from all restaurants, grocery, convenience stores, and traditional retail- retailers that you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. That's incredible. It's really wonderful, and I love it. And I know that it's an indicator that maybe we're getting lazy, and I don't care. I think we're getting more efficient. Uh, no more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. I have eaten food from restaurants I've never seen before. That's amazing. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. I love things that are free. Browse local restaurants and businesses. Track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. And trust me, you'll hit that. You'll hit that and you'll exceed <laughs> that. Uh, to start your free deliveries, download the app and use code NOLAN100. That's code NOLAN, N-O-L-A-N, 100 for $100 of free delivery credit. For your first seven days when you download the Postmates app, anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it, download Postmates, and save with code NOLAN100. Wow. A regular that was so good. We that did was it. so good. All right. Let's hear that voicemail. Hi, Katie, Ashley, Jay. Uh, this is Wade. Love the podcast. Um I've been meaning to call about this, but uh, just got the courage to do it now. Uh, I was just wondering, I guess it's more for Katie and Jay, would you, as sports or soccer fans, trade uh, Liverpool's chance to win the Champions League for the uh, Premier League title, Katie, or 
would Jay do that as well? Anyway, uh, love the podcast again. Thanks. Bye. All right, Wade. Very good question. Mm. Um, I think that uh, no, I would really? I would not trade their 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 chance at a Champions League title for the Premier League title because like we didn't win it. You know what I mean? I know what he's saying, and mm-hmm. I know I'm probably answering that wrong, but it's like we I when we win it, I want us to have won it. Yeah, we I, deserved to win it, and we didn't. It sucks, but you know these are the things along the way that mm-hmm. you know losing is good actually. On <laughs> on behalf of Jay, I'm pretty sure he would have liked a Champions League title. More oh, I know than that he would another hundred percent. I know that for a fact. I feel very confident saying that he would trade it in right now for a chance to go play in the Champions League final, which is what Liverpool is doing. Just to reiterate, <laughs> they're playing in the Champions League final. <laughs> But wait, thank you for your question. And I know you're, I didn't really answer it properly, but I don't want to say, my, I still have to play mine. My team still has to play. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm just happy to, it was an honor just to be not. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, that's it for this week's edition of sports. Shout out to Trip Actions, Casper and Postmates. Be sure to use our promo codes so that we get, you know, credit and you guys get credit and we get, you just save money. Um, and also big thanks to you guys for listening now and then again later when you get home. Uh, let's go with, uh, 12 times today. 12, 12 times today because, um, because Jay's not here. Oh, so there's yeah. nothing to slow you down. That's true. You know, so let's listen to it 12 times. Um, also, every week, I like to remind you guys to listen to the Mina Kimes show featuring Lenny um, because she's wonderful. And, you know, I would say a very good friend of mine. And it's a very good show. And if you like ours, you're definitely going to like hers this week on her show. Um, she has on Drew McGarry from Deadspin, um, who you may know from. His Why Your Team Sucks feature, which is the best thing they do uh, every year. They talk about NBA, Twitter and for those of you who don't know, or maybe you do, Drew went through some this year, and they get into that. So I would recommend going and listening to that. I'm going to do it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can also leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them, like this one from Bulldog Capo that says, The best podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. Misophonia sufferers beware. Lots of table drumming by Ashley. That's why I think I don't like it. She looked right in my eyes, smiled, and did that. Anyway, I guess I'll just never talk to you. I'll never speak my truth to you again. Lastly, don't forget, you can always leave us a voicemail. You usually do it good at the end, but bad at the beginning. It was great both times. Numbers 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial-grade enterprise-level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime, and that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.